1: Hey guys, this is KK. Good news. Every Wednesday afternoon, we're going to have a live talk on the Only Murders subreddit. If you're not yet on the subreddit, click on that link in the show notes and join us. Each week, we'll dive into our latest podcast episode and discuss your latest theories and guesses. Here's the conversation from this week.
2: Hello again. Thank you. Hello. Hello to you. Thank you so much for joining us. It's so wonderful to have you both back. Thank so you. So
1: exciting to be back. <laughs> yeah. Right. We, we're, to we be
3: invited great back. Time. We had a really great time the first time. So
2: we're excited to do oh. some more. Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear it. And um, I think we're we're talking about having you all back on a more frequent basis. So we're very excited to announce the community about what our next schedule is going to be looking like fantastic fantastic we love it
3: hello all the people Our <laughs> cognacs <Arconiacs. laughs> <laughs> we're excited to have you all with us oh um, we're so excited to have you here oh my goodness mm-hmm. you know talking about uh yeah we'll, we'll talk spoilers and everything but
2: we're now up to three episode
1: right?
2: three episode three the
1: or last day of bunny three. folger
2: Oh, my gosh. And, you know, one of the comments on the announcement post today was asking if we could have a moment of silence for Bunny. Oh, yes. Uh. No, I actually saw that. I I forgot who did that, but that was great. You know, we could have a moment of
3: silence. And here lies Bunny Folger. Yeah.
2: (laughs) If anyone has drinks in hand, pour one out for Bunny Folger.
1: (laughs) Especially Folger's coffee.
2: Yes.
3: (laughs) Yes. or, or or champagne. She's good. She, she's a big champagne drinker, right? <laughs>
1: it's got to be yeah. top shelf, though. Top shelf.
2: Oh my gosh! I mean, the sub has been. Um, I think the most surprising thing about this episode was just how humanizing it was for our dear bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know when you
3: um, when you hear our our podcast uh you're gonna love because we, we with the writer right kk the writer right. did and he did a great job of talking about that specifically so it was very cool so you want to definitely tune in and listen to that
1: yes ben smith is the writer of that episode yeah. and it was yeah. a great he was a great interview
2: I like oh it my yes. God. So. that is so great you know what i'm actually going to go ahead and link the podcast in the comments here hey great. Um, the podcast episode, I should say, um, so that people can easily find it because that is so wonderful. And to get that kind of behind the scenes um, look into this episode, because I think it was a very emotional one for a lot of people. Uh, yeah. And it's a, I mean, it really goes along. It really, it really did
3: humanize her. And I really enjoyed getting to know her. I really did. So I'm sad that she got, you know, poked and prodded <laughs> with knives and
2: Things. knitting needles knitting needles and things <laughs> yeah I know who knows there might be another prod in there that we don't even know <laughs> another prod
1: somewhere something else pointy <laughs> something pointy. else pointy that's right and we, we actually got a chance to speak with Bunny herself Jane Howdashell so she's uh-huh. also on the podcast
3: oh I love her yes oh my a- gosh hmm, right I know yeah that's so, a good episode well, you get to hear you get to hear from her the one who plays Bunny the one and only.
2: <laughs> she's amazing there was someone that um also on the episode three uh discussion thread was talking about her theater background
3: oh she's been right now she's on. Uh, she's in the music man right now uh on broadway so with, she's been with uh, hugh jackman yeah with hugh jackman and she's phenomenal she's been uh, it's so interesting i mean you, you'll listen on the podcast but i saw her many many years ago and, and, the, and the um uh play called well well and she was incredible and i just i've loved her ever since so she's just a a fixture there in new york city
1: and she's a tony award-winning actress
3: yes she is
2: yeah so incredible i i Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like another show, which I love, Gilmore Girls, <laughs> where they have a <laughs> lot of theater stars there. And you don't appreciate it until you kind of do a little bit of sleuthing. Right. <laughs>
3: and sleuthing is the perfect thing. Exactly. And you start to see, you go, wow, they have amazing people on this show that have such death to them, which is why in episode three, Bunny Folger, Her Last Day, it really is you care about her. Isn't that interesting? Even though there's humor and everything, you just see her depth. Like, oh, and you feel for her. You
1: really feel, you feel, feel for her. You feel very- bad for her at points, too. It's really yeah. kind of sad.
3: It's yeah. sad. It's sad that they don't, you know, I mean, everyone has seen up to, up to episode three, I'm, I'm assuming, from listening to this. Hopefully. So hopefully. <laughs> uh, walk away if you have Yes. Like, Click away. Like, did you come back? Yeah. So, but she, um, you know, when she tried to befriend them later and it was just a heart wrenching, they just, you know, the reason I think they just closed the door in her face is just because they didn't really believe her at by, you know, but finally they, the, the boy who cried wolf kind of thing, you know, it's like that. It's like, you just don't believe that she cares anymore. It's just kind of too late. It's so sad, even though they do open the door eventually, but.
2: Ugh. Yeah. And that heartbreaking line by Charles saying we couldn't have saved her life, but we maybe could have, well, I, I, I'm butchering it, <laughs> we shown an act of kindness or something like that. <laughs> it was Oh, but oh. they could have maybe saved
3: her life too. But yes, that one act of kindness that was ready. That was really for the audience, which I loved because it's not trying to knock you over the head with anything because it's just a show, you know, but, but it was just beautiful. Exactly. There's some, there's some great gems this season with those words with the wordings. And um, what was yeah. the last, what was the one um, KK before that I liked so much was um, the sentence and I'm going to remember it. From the last epi- couple episodes, uh, What was it that she said?
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in here, Keener, yeah. while you remember while you're working on remembering that. Um, Maggie, uh, here I'm Maggie. I'm one of the producers on the show. Um, but since we're trying to stay within a half hour, I just want to give like no, a, I, a quick yeah. like uh, recap of what's on this week's podcast episode for interested people, and then I think we should dive into letting people share their thoughts and ask yes. questions and definitely. Definitely. So really quickly, uh, this uh, week's podcast is we talked to Ben Smith, who's the writer of the episode. He also wrote on season one. We talked to Jane Howdy-Shell, as they mentioned, who plays Bunny and also voices Mrs. Gambolini. <laughs> and we also had a, a little bit of time with John Hoffman, the showrunner. And both Ben Smith and John Hoffman talked a lot about like the reasons why they felt like they needed to humanize Bunny and, and make her a more... You know, she's so easy she was so easy to hate. So it was really important to remember that she's a real person. So I'm glad we had that maybe that moment of silence for her. (laughs) Um but there's a lot of really interesting things about this episode, both like thematically, character wise, and I think also like clue wise when it comes (laughs) to solving her murder. Um, so I think I think it's a really great episode if any of you guys want to check it out um i think uh there'll be there'll be a link to it and then um and kk i think if you want to field some questions or lead some discussion that would be
2: really great right yes Yes, i'm curious to hear what people think Mm -hmm. please all right let's hop into it um just a quick psa for those who are maybe new to reddit talk welcome This is it. Uh, If you'd like to speak with Keener and KK and give your theories, ask questions about the pod, about the episode, uh, hit that hand icon on the bottom of your screen and you will have a chance to come up on stage to talk live. Um, Until then, we did have one thing in the comments as we wait for some hands to get raised. Mm -hmm. Um, This is from Mistress Mouse Feather. And they say they have to listen later, but they wanted to bring up how at least Howard and Dr. Stanley moved the cage from Bunny's bedroom and could have seen the painting and wanted to get your thoughts on that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's true, because they moved the painting from the bedroom for the retirement party. Right. That's right.
0: They moved the bird.
1: They moved the bird. The bird, the right?
3: Cage, yes. They moved the cage, and and so because
1: it was in Bunny's bedroom, which we see when she gets up in the morning.
3: Yeah. Oh well. Should we should we say what our guesses were? KK four. uh sure. For three? Do you want to go first, and then um, and then we can just
1: see what- sure. My guess for the Who Done It summit uh, was Ivan, who was the waiter at the pickle diner, mm-hmm. who uh, Bunny sees every day. Um, I'm not a 100- hydric percent convinced it's ivan but there's things that just seem odd um we know that bunny knows the killer i feel like ivan would know bunny's daily schedule since she's a regular at the diner and something that just sticks in my head is that he mentioned that he had taken his uh shift off the day before so I'm like, maybe he was doing something then. Maybe he's learned about the paintings just from being around Bunny all day. Maybe he knows the Arconia somehow, just you know, from being around her. So he was my pick for this week. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Ivan the Ivan the waiter.
3: Ivan the waiter. That's his full <laughs> name on the thing. And um, and I'll just say <laughs> red herring. But I'm <laughs> <going> to. <laughs> I I I said for the Who Done It summit, Alice um, because the
1: gallery, the gallery, owner.
3: yeah, the gallery owner and, um, the possible love interest of Mabel. And, you know, I think that, uh, it, it's just a combination. First of all, last season, we had the love interest, right? Jan who, Jan cuckoo, cuckoo for Cocoa Bird. And then, and she, um, And I think it's another one, maybe another love interest is like that. You know, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to put it out there. She's all about art and there are, uh, you know, paintings involved. Uh, She saw the um, she knows about the um, the mural and maybe she went in there to, you know, to kind of surprise Mabel and uh, Bunny was there. That's my
1: guess. That's your guess. No, it's interesting.
3: Change as it does. <laughs>
1: as it as it will change. It will it's change okay. repeatedly.
0: <laughs> Both interesting guesses. Um to bring it back to that the question of the bird getting moved. Right. Um, I do think that's really interesting because, you know, if the bird was in the room in the bedroom with the painting, maybe that's why the bird needed to get moved into mm-hmm. the main room, you know, so that a painting could be Moved. No, I don't know. It's, no, you know. And let's put it. Let's. Put it this thought way. I had. That's a great
3: thought. And let's put it this way: I, if I had a different guess that I could have done, you know, Howard might have, <laughs> might have been, <laughs> might have because that's a really. As I thought about it too, that's such a great thing to bring up about the painting. It really is, and and who saw it and who might know about it, and you know, and that the bird was right there, and
1: Mrs. Gambellini. Knows who kills. <laughs> and don't don't forget, uh Howard also has that black eye.
3: Right. And he's always making excuses about a cat issue, right? It's <laughs> the cat issue, he falls, he faints, he everything so many different things. So um
2: Howard's always a good guess in my book. <laughs> okay. But this one's from Hannah Lemp. In your previous episode, Noah Levine, episode one co-writer, told you to look out for some anagrams this season. Mm -hmm. You have any thoughts on what some anagrams could be? I think slash hope stings, stings, rain sticks, maybe one. (laughs) Mm, That's interesting. Did you
0: try any anagrams with that?
3: I you know, I go to season one again. Season
1: one, Keener. Keener called out one with Mabel, Mabel right? Blame. Mabel.
3: But and what know, was it? Mabel and Blame.
1: Blame. He <laughs> rearranged uh, Mabel.
3: I started blame. thinking and I, I thought,
1: if that's is that
3: is he trying to move us down a road that is real or not real? Or is it are there anagrams? <laughs> or I just keep I keep diving deep because I just don't know. <laughs> If that was, you know, he says it and then you go, uh, when, I remember last season we had, who was it who said, who, which writer was said, you know, you gotta to go, yeah, you got to go to <laughs> Florida and then you got to multiply <laughs> by five. And then
1: you it was very involved. It was a very involved clue.
3: <laughs> it was a very involved clue.
1: And Beyond so, us.
3: <laughs> yes, you guys get um And it was totally fake. <laughs> yes, that one was. But the anagrams seems like it might not be fake because it's just a great clue. And look at us now. We're trying to figure out what I haven't seen any. You know, I thought Pickle Diner. Did that have
1: anything? Right. Um, Maybe pickle. If you rearrange pickle, does that spell something? Uh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like it's so- got to be an unusual word or a word that's just and like they really went heavy on the pickles. The labels were everywhere. Yeah, it was on the oh. jars. It was on the table. It was on the storefront outside. Yeah, and you want? I'm gonna how, work. I'm gonna work on pickle.
3: I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work <laughs> on my anagrams all the way through to the next episode, and then <laughs> we'll get back to you because I just I'm gonna probably look at them again. I'm gonna watch them again and see if I see anything. Yeah, because there have to, has to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. Ivan can be an anagram for vein. Yeah, you know, I think that. But you go uh, yes, and then yeah Thank or uh in uh in av
2: 127 <laughs> <laughs> <I laughs> be- says i thought rose could be an anagram for eros which means love and desire
1: oh, oh.
3: Wow. wow that's good that it's is a good one true
2: mm-hmm. That's good,
3: because that is that's some desire um someone i when I was reading the comments, someone put in that um that Charles's father was reading dial M for murder. I didn't see that. I didn't notice that in, either in the the painting or something. It was reading, or to, maybe in the or, flashback with little
1: Charles when he was
3: doing his um when he, yeah yeah little Charles when he was when he
1: was, doing, was waiting outside the yeah. building on the so, bench.
3: I mean.
4: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So KK, did mm-hmm. would you,
3: if you could have changed? I mean, don't don't say if you could have changed your Ivan uh, thought. Would you have said something else
1: instead? I switch a- from Ivan for this episode. <sighs> yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Ivan because okay. I think I think he's just so outside the box that it seems suspicious to me and who knows we might be seeing him again
3: you know what i'd love you know what i'd love to know from somebody is it really did it change your feelings about bunny uh this episode did it or did it just no i mean
1: yes did you sympathize with her what did they sympathize with her was Rick. there something specific um, that happened to her in her last day that you're like oh Oh, what,
3: what would your... Yeah, what was your last day? Um, no, let's not talk about that. Do you want to... Yeah, would you have opened the door? Would you have let her in? That's always... I always wonder if...
1: Would people, you have let her in, Keener?
3: Um, I, You know, I'm a sucker for champagne. No, I'm a, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sucker for somebody who literally changes their ways in front of me kind of thing. And just, I feel... I feel for them even if they were a complete douchebag before like I just you know it's just something you just mm, you know I just feel for them because they, they I I would have I would have we would have been buddy buddy or bunny bunny <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, also here K- curi- K-
1: Yeah.
0: KK uh do you want me to tell you why I think it can't possibly be Ivan? Yes, I do. Okay, because at the end of the episode she opens the door and she says, what the fuck do you want? And I just don't think she would have talked to Ivan that way. I think she loved Ivan.
1: <sighs> mm-hmm. But maybe maybe she only likes him at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I think you bombed. You lost.
0: <laughs> I, think that, I think that that shows that she knows the killer, mm-hmm. but doesn't like him. Yeah, I think. Yes, I think
3: that's that's actually great, because um, I think it's somebody who she looked
1: down upon. Wait, but wait, wait. Remember, her best friend is Uma. And how do they say goodbye to each other?
3: Yeah, but she was a little hostile. She was hostile, right? So she she's hostile to everybody, though. Yeah, but she's not, you know, even when they shot the birds t- to each other at the end, when they were saying their goodbyes or walking away, it didn't seem like it was more of like that's how they interact, but no hostility to it. I think, I think you have a good point. I think that um, she, it's somebody again, who she looks down upon. I mean, it could be anybody. It could be Nina. It could be, Howard, I mean, it could be any of the people. She looks down
1: on a lot of people.
3: He looks, She's down on a lot of people. And, and I think that, you know, someone pointed out, you know, gut milk woman, I mean, these are so many thoughts there's so many different people. And I think that, uh, gosh, ooh, could-
0: yeah, you know, something about, uh, Ursula gut milk woman that I noticed is in, I think it's an episode two, when they're hiding out by the dumpsters to stash the painting, mm-hmm. they see Ursula dumping a bunch of papers into the right trash can. Yeah. That felt like too coincidental, you know, that she would just be there dumping things, you know, right. what, what's she dumping and why? What's Uh-oh. she
1: dumping and Why? Elevator invoices.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and also, obviously, the elevator didn't get fixed, even though she had her sign the elevator. Right. That's right. Thing, because that elevator broke down the next day or whatever, the same day. Isn't that interesting that
3: some of the people we thought last season are, you know, around this season and they really, really could be this season. Right. It could actually be they had enough of it and they're the killers now. Maybe not last season when Jan, but, you know, they just after after two, two seasons with her, (laughs) they're done with Bunny. They can't handle it anymore. So that's an interesting thing, a way to think about it,
1: too. I'm wondering if anyone here listening. um, I think you were kind of mentioning this one, Keener. It was a quote from Bunny. Uh, I'm wondering if anyone had any thoughts on it. And I'm kind of paraphrasing it, but it was something where she said. To Ivan, don't let yourself only love one thing because when it goes away, then you got nothing. And I wonder what I wonder what people uh listening think about that and what is it regarding? Is it the arconia?
3: Thanks, KK. You're my other (laughs) friend. Thank you so much. Because that is true. Uh, That was it. I thought there's so many beautiful sentences in this murder story, like that just, you know, you just think about it. And I, I love that too. It's just
1: Very poignant. Touched your heart.
3: It touched my bitter, bitter (laughs) heart. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, not like
0: I see another comment from Hannah K one twenty seven that says, I can't remember if this has been discussed before, but do we know how Uma knows that the painting was in Bunny's bedroom the day before she died? Why was she in her bedroom? Mm -hmm. Do you guys have thoughts on that? KK and Keener?
1: (laughs) Well, they are friends. We know that. (laughs)
3: They are friends. They could be, you know, she's that's another one. I just I can't imagine it's Uma. Like, I just can't imagine that. I don't think it's Uma either. But someone else did point out how does she know that? But, you know, listen, somebody could have stolen the painting and it has nothing to do with the murder, you know. So I don't think Uma needs, you know, who who needs money? Who needed the money? Uma doesn't have any issues like that. She could have been in there for so many different reasons. Howard Oof, I don't know, Howard. <laughs> Howard's still angry about his cat and everything else. Um, but I I can't I can't think about I don't know I don't know think Uma would do it. And I think she could be in there for so, so many reasons. And
1: um Well, I have a question about that, Keener. Yeah. Now when Bunny died, she left Mrs. Gambolini to Oliver. Mm-hmm. Why would she leave it to Oliver and not Uma? Because Does anyone else think have any thoughts on that? Why yeah. would she leave it to Oliver and I'd not love her so friend to Uma?
3: To think about that. I um I just think it just to irritate him because the, <laughs> a bird lives to be what, between 70 and 90 years old or something, you know. And uh, and it just sounds like her.
1: <laughs> and she doesn't think that he'd give it away or something.
3: I you know what? Like, well, what Uma said, remember, you're going to this is her final wishes. You're not going to take her final wishes. So he he wouldn't do that. He would not do that. He I, I think that he um, he's going to have to hear <laughs> Mrs. Gambolini speaking. And it sounds like Bunny It's going <laughs> to irritate him. And Bunny probably taught you know mrs gambolini a lot of things to say negatively towards oliver you know so you know he's just gonna have to survive that that's gonna happen and birds live for
1: a very long time as oh yeah
3: the birds gonna outlive him um mrs gambolini what does mrs gambolini mean have you figured that out
1: maybe that's an anagram yeah maybe (laughs) that's a long one
3: (laughs) A very long one i just i wonder what that i wonder what that it's gotta be mean something, right? Does anybody uh-huh. have a thought on that? Mrs. Gambolini?
1: Yeah, will it be something that comes up on a later episode, maybe? Maybe it's explained. They have to explain that in some way.
3: They're I sh-
0: just saw somebody had their hand raised. I think I thought I invited them, but I've never done that before. I invited them to speak. Maybe I didn't do it right. So I think there's uh- no way or something. If you if you want to raise your raise your hand again, I'll I'll try to do it right this time. <laughs> 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 but also, um just want to throw out there, we're going to be, we can chat until about five Oh five. So if you're feeling shy and you want to get up here and ask a question or share a thought or something like that, make sure you do it in the next 10 minutes. Cause we do have to hop off because we have an interview with a cast member, um, at five fifteen ish. That uh, you guys actually haven't met yet. That gets introduced in episode four. So exciting! Ooh, very Excity exciting. So we've got Hannah Lamp here on stage. If you want to unmute, go for it. Um, hello. Um, Hi, Hannah. wondering what you thought of Nina's character in general, and if it had—I don't know if it's been brought up already—but a lot of people discussed the possibility of her faking her pregnancy. Um. I don't know why she would, but I don't know if you had any thoughts on that.
1: Ah, I actually kind of wondered that at the beginning, but it, yeah. that would be a lot of upkeep, and she'd yeah, have, have to do. have an she'd have to have an exit strategy, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Nina, I I'm not the you know she's sort of that overly nice kind of fakey nice, you know, you just hear hi everyone, and you know all those things, and just sort of. I'm not the biggest fan of Nina. I think she's just kind of I mean, you know, but listen, newness at the Arconia, why not? Uh,
1: <laughs> well, Bunny was I definitely grooming that. her to take over her yeah, role there
3: that's right she, but she it seems like it. Nina
1: was just kind of giving her a lip service and telling her what she wanted to hear
3: right, yeah she she yeah that's what, that's what I'm saying. She seems like she's not genuine at all. Uh, that's what it appears to me. And so, you know what? That could coincide with not being pregnant, but I don't, you know, we'll have to see about that one, but I don't, I don't know. It's a good,
1: uh, you know, everybody's. I did wonder that her. as well. That's yeah. interesting. You did.
3: You did. I did.
1: Yeah. You sure did. You did. I sure did. Great <laughs> right when you better. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: did anyone <laughs> else think Nina is faking her what pregnancy? Would
0: be, what would be the reason to fake the pregnancy? I wonder, like, what would be the. What would be the motivation. Just, um,
3: you know? it's sympathy, so she could be the head of the Arconia. You know, I, who knows? She just she seems so much. Well, if she's some sort of, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I I don't know. I just I think that she's just sort of a uh, narcissist. <laughs> so. <laughs> Maybe she wants to feel like she's pregnant. I don't know. I don't think, I I think she is pregnant. I haven't had the, that thought. But what's interesting about this show is that they throw so many, and again, we'll throw them out, red herrings out, that you just don't right. you question things that you wouldn't even question, right? Because it doesn't even make any sense. What would be the point? But that's what's fun about these shows. Because- well,
1: maybe people would think that a pregnant woman wouldn't be a murderer. So it kind of deflect any attention she might get.
3: Right, that you know, I guess. Well, I'm gonna, the
1: pregnant woman couldn't gonna, be doing I guess it. I'm
3: gonna have to put a little baby bump on me.
2: <laughs> I would say there is a Reddit theory out there too, or comment about Nina always being always wearing red as the red herring.
1: Oh. oh, I did not pick up on that.
3: I didn't pick up on that either. How fun! Okay, you know what? As it goes along, we're gonna have to ask. Her. We're gonna have to ask. Uh, <laughs> you know, writers and you never know.
1: They might be a us, good question they, to ask. They
3: might give us that. They might give us that one. That's a really great one. That's oh, awesome. that, yeah,
0: feels yeah. Very, that feels very on brand, with the way that they write their clues in the show too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that checks out.
3: Has everyone noticed, because that's so interesting. I'm all about colors, even in art or anything I see. Has everyone noticed that the colors in the beginning are a little more primary. They're very deeper this season. It seems like to me, the greens and the yeah. red. All those, and so and so do the. Um, we have uh, Oliver, who's not so bright, bright purple. You know, is like a little, like it's more muted, and uh, it's just it. Although there's a lot of of those primary colors, so that's really interesting. They might have picked the red for her as the red herring. I think colors mean something in this, in this show. I really do. So
1: we'll have to cool. keep an eye out to see if she's carrying a herring fish. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> or a fake one
1: just like really hit it <laughs>
3: <laughs> knock you in the head with a red hair uh,
1: I'm curious if anyone else thinks Nina could be faking her pregnancy and why
3: yeah I don't uh, yeah because that that'd be a good question why mm-hmm. um, but sympathy or like you said nobody's for that. yeah mm-hmm. a bit of a deflection yeah
0: um from icy red rose there's been a lot of talk about the person who attacked bunny and who killed bunny as two different people such as the person who attacked her wanted the painting but the murder was unrelated what are your thoughts on that any chance the murderer was actually after mabel and it was a wrong place wrong time situation for bunny
1: mm. oh well that could explain why there's two different weapons the knife and the knitting needles used if two different Whoa. people did something.
3: KK you made a point of saying I think that the knitting needle it was trying to that way it looked like it was it was Mabel
1: Mabel
3: you were trying to that which was a really good good thought on that Um, yeah that could be you know she's what did she say I'm going to paraphrase or actually say what the fuck do you you, what the fuck do you want or whatever she said but
1: something like that yeah
3: but she was they were in Mabel's place right so she's there
1: it could be two different people yeah
3: yeah somebody comes in they have a conversation and then the other then somebody else that could be hiding in there
1: oh uh, yeah and or- don't forget last season with teddy and theo they had their own separate crime which mm-hmm. was uh the jewel stealing yeah, so there could be two So they seems like murder suspects, but they had a different crime. Yeah, one could be the murderer that's saying one and one stole. So maybe the there thing. is something else going on here. Another layer to the mystery. Yeah. Mrs. Gambolini knows. <laughs> Mrs. Gambolini knows.
3: They <laughs> were I still want to know who Mrs. Gambolini is. There's gotta be something. If anybody if anybody looks up that name and sees if there's anything in has to do with anything, um <laughs> You know, you know, in a play or in a, who knows? Not the Sopranos. No, Mrs. Gambolini.
1: <laughs> Not Gandolfini. <laughs>
3: no, Mrs. Gambolini. So, um, yeah, so I, that could be that could be two, two different ones. Like you said, how last season there were two different crimes going on.
0: We've got puzzled exchange here if you want to say what you're thinking. Hi.
3: Hi. Do you, uh, No, no comment. Oh, hey, can you hear me Ah, Oh, there you are. I'm sorry,
5: it took me forever to find that. Can you hear my toddler? Yes. Oh, I know. Yeah. Gotta guess. What I wanted to ask you is last season when they were showing um Mabel commenting that there's there seems there are a lot of there are a lot of loose threads or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they did it again this season. So I think the writers are trying to to have us tie season one to season two. Oh, Oh. you know, that's
3: a great point, because when we talk to the writers, they are really doing that. They want to Uh have through lines from from last season. They talk about that. Right, KK? Yeah.
1: Things I will carry over for the viewers.
5: Yeah. So 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 I think I could like for a lot of characters, there are a lot of ways you could tie them back in. But one of the people I was thinking about was Nina. And you guys were talking about Nina. So I was thinking that, you know how there was an emerald ring and then there was a diamond ring. Right. Okay, so they found the emerald ring, and the emerald ring seems like it was what Tim needed to be able to have his evidence right to be able to solve what he was trying to solve and then it's the begins, and at the very beginning of the at the very beginning of the season, Tim is in the elevator, and he's desperately trying to get the diamond ring, and he's all dressed up, but he's been fired, so but he's all dressed up, so where is he going so I was thinking that. He was going to propose to someone, and that's why he dumped Jan. Oh, cool. So he wanted this diamond. So he wanted this diamond ring, and he wasn't with that person the same way. You know how he pushed Mabel away because he wanted to protect her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So he was. So now he saw the case, and he wants to be with this person. And I think the person was Nina, and I think the Tim Kono's Nina's baby's father. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was <the> <laughs> a loose thread. <laughs> <laughs> but It doesn't tie into the painting.
0: Yeah, well, but that, you know that's what? A very interesting theory, though. It, very, very interesting. Are it is a very interesting
3: theory, really thought thought out. And it's it's interesting because you want to they're bringing so many people back or they, like you said, loose threads and things. So Tim Kono could be brought up in this one. We don't know, you know, there's so many more episodes to go and, and right. Where did Nina come from? Where did Nina come from?
1: Yeah. Cause you know? she wasn't on season one.
3: Yeah. So we had to find that out because now she's going to take over the
5: Arconia. Yeah. And she's a hedge fund manager. So, and then he was he was something in finance, so I think like he was like some an investment banker or something. So that's something else they would have had in common. Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah, they they, they they crossed paths and we're gonna find out how they did and and what Maybe what... Kono,
1: maybe
5: baby Kono. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. That was thank really good.
1: Cool.
5: You're really welcome. Thank you. <laughs> now, now I know how to mute. Fine. There you mute. <laughs> <go. Yeah. laughs> We're all learning. We're,
1: all, We're learning. all learning.
0: Do we have any, uh, any closing thoughts before we sign off to go do our, our interview? Yeah, is I think,
3: make sure you um after you watch you just listen to uh, uh if you uh, if you want to watch again <laughs> after you to our podcast it's kind of fun to listen to our podcast and then Definitely. watch it again um that episode because it's kind of cool to hear what writers or actors or anyone is saying about it and then and then going oh yeah
1: I missed yeah. that or, it's so cool. Um, and maybe we ask a question that you wanted to ask. Right,
3: right. That's true. And so just always know when we're on here, we're excited to talk to you and that, you know, we might uh, carry it over to the next uh, to the next episode. You never know what you give us. <laughs> so thank you so much, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah,
0: And also, if you want to Put any questions or comments in the comment thread. We'll try to keep we'll try to keep an eye on it and respond to as many as as we can. And we do have some other theories that we bring up usually in in each episode. So
1: and we always ask for clues yeah. from the writers yeah. and cast.
0: Yeah, and they give us they give us some
3: good thoughts. They really do. So and yeah. and some back history and things like that, which is so cool. So thank you and uh, keep listening, keep watching.
1: Yes, please do.
2: All right. Another very fun Reddit talk with you all. Thank you so much for coming through and um, we will hopefully see you back here um, soon and hopefully have more theories and clues to share until then. Thank you. Listening, keep watching and hopefully email at only murders at as well. Yes. Perfection.
3: (laughs) And we're signing off with a murder. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Thank you so much. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.